Life's Third Act is a podcast dedicated to helping you get the most out of your retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, attorney CPA Joe Cordell features guests each week to discuss prominent topics for those over 55. Here's attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Welcome to another episode of Life's Third Act. Uh, We're back with a guest that I'm sure you'll be glad to hear from again. Uh, She's been a guest in the past. We thought about what to call this show here at the beginning of a new year. Um, Lots of ideas we have, lots of things we would like to see happen this year. And it turns out that that the perfect phrase, I think, was by our guest. Yes. And, and that is New Year's intentions, not resolutions, New Year's intentions. It has a much better ring, I think. And it sounds more credible. Yeah, because <laughs> resolutions, we all know what happens. Those yeah. go by the wayside, they fail. Yeah, some if it's gym memberships, I think it's three weeks in. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's bad. So why don't you give Gail a proper introduction? Yes, we have Gail Zuckerman, host of her own podcast, Growing Older with Gusto, and we're so happy and delighted to have you back and to talk about the new year and what we can do to really, you know, make the best of it, have a, a positive attitude. Great. Thank you for inviting me back again. I was really looking forward to this. And there is so much to look forward to in the new year. It's a whole brand new slate. Everything's fresh and we all get a new start. And, and I think that's really important. Let me kind of grab the bull by the horns here, though, because I know this is where you're going, but I I want to to lay it out. And that's that, you know, many of us have become almost a little cynical. Maybe I should speak for myself, but (laughs) I've become skeptical of some of the plans I make at the beginning of the new year, because I'm some I do. I'm glad to say, but there are others I don't. Maybe I'm batting 50 50. But um, I'm afraid that people have become jaded. They've lost their their ability to have confidence in, in doing something they want to do for the balance of the year. Strong roots are essential for a healthy tree, especially your family tree. That's why you work hard to take care of your family every day. At Tucker Allen, we know that taking care of your family means planning for the future. Our team provides personalized estate planning to help you protect your family, your legacy, and your future. From wills and trusts to long-term care and estate planning. Count on Tucker Allen. Personalized estate planning made simple. Well, let me talk a little bit about a an exercise that I learned about when I was in my qualitative marketing research uh, business. And it's something called mind mapping. And I started doing it myself at the start of the new year and dropped off with the resolutions. Mind mapping is a technique where you actually put pen to paper and you draw circles, a few circles. And in the center, let's assume you're going to put physical for one. The next would be career. The next would be uh, relationships, just to give you an idea. Then you go to the circle and you think about the physical. Let's say somebody wants to get in better shape. Well, just to say I need to get in better shape, I'm gonna this year I'm gonna get in better shape, that doesn't cut it. But if you put it down with pen and paper, how you're gonna do that, like a roadmap, so to speak, with little lines in the circle and little spokes. Okay, I'm gonna join a health club. Great, good first step. You write that down. What health club? Where is it? 
How long will it take me to get to the health club? How many times a week will I go to the health club? You write all this down, all your intentions. All these details. Right, all the details. And they all spin off of a, of the circle. And the line that you put in for physical, the first thing could be, I want to get in better shape. So once you have put it down on paper, it's so powerful. First of all, the whole idea of just putting it in paper as opposed to talking to your spouse or your mother or father or whatever best friend and say, I'm going to do this or do that. It's much, it, it happens. It will happen. You're it's documenting like it in a sense. It, but somehow there's a brain thing that happens. And um, so then you can go on to professional could be one of your circles. And let's say you want to get five new accounts. How are you going to do that? So you put down, I'm going to get five new accounts and you kind of do your roadmap. You kind of think about it and you write down different ways you're going to get five new accounts. And I'm telling you it works. So, but I know you're an authority on talking about your attitude uh, and especially, because I think that's really what's behind this is I know that, that writing it down is, is critical and and I would say even almost essential for any for a lot of goals as you're saying, but how do you keep the momentum, the mindset that that to where you feel the same commitment to that thirty days? Well, I think that if you write it down, let's say you say I'm going to get in shape. Let's take that for an example, and you say I'm going to join a health club or I'm going to go to yoga three times a week, and you commit to Monday, Wednesday, and Friday going to yoga and you write it down and you start to do it. it, they say it takes a certain amount of time. I'm not sure the definite amount of time it takes to establish a new habit. But once you do that, it will work. So uh, what what other things do you advise regarding how someone approaches the new year? Try to learn one new skill. That could be taking a pickleball. It might be learning a new musical instrument. It might be trying out learning how to speak Italian. It might be learning how to cook a new dish. It might be throwing a party once every three months. Just something new. I would suggest that would be one good thing to do. Also, social relationships are so important as we grow older. So I would say try to meet maybe one new person a month, somebody that's not in your current circle. Try to meet somebody new. And how would you do that? Well, it could come from joining, from creating a new hobby. Let's say you play pickleball. A lot of people are meeting people that way. Pickleball so is pickleball. huge. It is. It's are you're not in what what city are you in? I'm in uh, south, southern Florida on the East Coast, and yes, pickleball is big. Where I don't play pickleball because I'm afraid of getting hit in the eye, <laughs> but I do things. <laughs> yeah, but I know that's very popular, and it is a good way. People always tell me they're meeting people that way. Yeah, yeah, there are these pickleball wars that are going on between oh, the really? pickleball wars. Oh, yeah. I it's, love it. It's it's between, uh, Wall Street Journal wrote an article about this. Uh-huh. It's this civil war that's happening in country clubs and, and HOAs where they have, they have had tennis. Tennis has reigned for 100 years or however long yeah, these clubs sure. have been around. And all of a sudden now you have these people who are saying, well, we want pickleball courts and, and you know, that takes room and there's right. not room for both sometimes, or at least the tennis players have to give up a few courts and uh, it's a big deal. And then the noise. So 
nobody wants it next to their house in these developments. <laughs> Florida is is very much the the center of these disputes. Yeah, interesting. So, but, but. You're, the, the advice you're giving though seems to correlate a lot with what I read about cognitive health and all, especially. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I I wanted to talk, if we could, a little bit about a group of people today called the super agers. Have you heard of them? No. I don't think Um, so. It's a group of people in their 80s who have the cognitive functioning of people in, in like their 40s. And they've studied these people. They've done autopsies on these people. And it shows that their average loss, volume loss in their brain is much less than other people. So they're protected more often from dementia or Alzheimer's. But there's four different things that these habits that they have, I think they're interesting. And I I just wanted to share that with your audience. Yeah, go Uh, ahead. And the first one is staying active physically. So, and that's one of the best things you can do as you grow older, as we know, it helps manage your weight. And there's been research that's proven that anybody with a body mass over 30 triples their odds of getting Alzheimer's. Really? So, yes. So working out's crucial, whatever you do. Uh, also doing Pilates and yoga will help reduce falling, which we know is uh, not a great thing to have happen as you grow older. Right. So, so that's the first habit they do is the physical component. The second one is continue to challenge yourself. Um, read an article on something that's unfamiliar. Don't always read what you're drawn to. Let's say you're really interested in American history. Maybe you should branch out to something else and learn something new. Um, take classes on something outside your comfort zone. These are ways of stimulating the brain and keeping new your ways. mind working. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do this thing called Spelling Bee from the New York Times when I wake up. Now, I'm getting pretty good at it, so I'm wondering maybe I need to do something different. <laughs> you know, that's You've one of the things. you mastered it. Right. You got to keep trying new things. The third habit is become a social butterfly. What this means is create strong relationships with other people. Now, I realize that not everybody... Uh, has the bandwidth to go out and, and meet gobs and gobs of people. Um, but research has shown that having just a few close connections and friends has also been extremely beneficial for your mental health and your physical health. So a fun exercise might be to, for those inner introverts, maybe strike up a conversation with the guy at the car wash who takes your car or the woman who's checking you out at the grocery store. Anytime you're around the neighborhood, talk to somebody walking their dog who might be what they call a familiar stranger. Those are ways of just keeping your neurons going and everything else because you're making those social connections. Now, the fourth habit, which is very interesting, is they indulge. And you might wonder, well, what do they indulge in? They actually become, they have a glass of alcohol periodically. It's not, everything's in moderation. So the key word here is moderation, but they do drink a little bit of alcohol. And research has also shown that people that have a moderate consumption of alcohol also stave off lots of diseases. So there you go. Those are the super agers. And I've studied them for a few years and they're interesting. It's an interesting group. So Hmm. I've not heard of that. That isn't, I'm definitely going to Google that. 
Gail, I want to talk about, say, someone who had a rot in 2022. Say they mm-hmm. lost a loved one. And so it's going to be more challenging for them to kick off the new year with a positive attitude. What would you say to that person? You know, how can they get back on track? Well, I think if there's, it's because they lost a job or they lost a spouse or a family member, I would say grief support groups are probably really helpful. I agree. A good, a good therapist who specializes in this area. I, I find meditation is very helpful. Keeping busy and also journaling, putting your thoughts down. I have done that in moments of my life where I've had losses. And it's really helpful. Um, therapeutic. It's very therapeutic. You really get your feelings out and nobody has to see it. So it's just between you and your journal. I find that really helpful. Travel, keeping busy. That's Those are the most important things to do. And then you just get through it with time. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself, I think, that time to grieve and, you know, don't set a time frame. Just let right. it happen. Everybody's everybody's grieving process is different. Nothing's set in stone there. So those are some of the things that I would recommend. And there are also people, though, who are transitioning, though, and some of that discouragement or that... Um, those problems relating to depression, some of it ties in with transitions that they're taking other than just the death of a loved one. Often in conjunction with that, there's a move. So they're, they're still recovering from maybe a loss, and and yet now they have to deal with some changes in their living arrangements. And it might be that now they may need to move and live closer to a son or daughter or in, perhaps move into a community where mm-hmm. it's an assisted living facility or something. So it... it seems that when these things happen and you're more vulnerable at that point, that there are more things that that are are attached to it that are part of the, the series of changes. Okay. So, Gail, let's talk about some of the key takeaways we've covered during okay. this show. And, and there have been many. And I've, and I've been taking notes. I love them. Okay. You always give great advice. Uh, thank you. The mind mapping. Mind for mapping. Setting, yes. For setting new intentions for the new year. And being able to actually follow through and, and seeing everything become a new part of your life as you move through 2023. Um, I think that's great. I, I staying active, being social, making new social connections. That's really crucial. Taking care of yourself physically in whatever way that manifests itself, whatever, and do whatever you like to do when it comes to physical exercise. If you don't do what you like to do, you're not going to do it. That's one thing I can True. tell you. So, you know, pick something that you really enjoy doing and you'll do it. But it's just important to um, to be physical, to stay, even just walking is good for you. Um, challenge yourself mentally. Try a new class that you've never thought of trying. Try painting. Maybe you'd be good at painting. You don't know until you try something. But and you, even if you're bad, good. just right. do it. It doesn't matter. Have fun. Right? Have do fun. it. Exactly. And you'll meet new people. Right. If you create a new hobby, you're going to meet new people, which, you know, coincides with one of the other things I'm talking about that's so important as we Social grow older. aspect, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And remember to indulge. Remember moderation. To me, where I am in my life, I, I've learned moderation is the key to everything. <laughs> It really is. It's such a good word. So in, indulge. Do what you want to do, but do it in a moderate 
fashion, I would say. And um, if you need to get through a rough phase, I would say join a grief, grief group, get a good therapist, journal, write it all down, in a, get a nice journal and, and write it down when you wake up, take a few moments and, um, and travel and keep busy and get, and maybe volunteer even. I think volunteering is great, right. especially mm-hmm. when you are grieving. It gives you an right. opportunity to get your mind off of your grief and at the same time, uh, helping other people. And you never know how someone you're helping, they may help you. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that there's the old saying, you get what you give, which is kind of true, or throw it out in the universe and it comes back, whatever works. Yeah. But I think it's true. I think it I is true. I do too. Yeah. So. Well, that's a, that's a good summary. And a good good list of things to think about in the forthcoming year. Great. We'll want Great. to circle back, Gail, and talk again. Uh, okay, uh, I'd love to. Perhaps we will think talk at the toward the end of the year, and we'll have some parting comments on the year. Yes. So that's a great idea. Yes. See how the year down for see December. Any, okay. See <laughs> if anybody took some of these hints. Yeah. And your and your podcast, we will list on the website. Do you have that, Thank Justin? You. Growing older with gusto. Okay. Thank you, Gail. Available on any podcast platform. Thank you and Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on. Happy New Year, Gail. Yes. Thank you so much. That's been another episode of Life's Third Act. Till next time, take care. You've been listening to Life's Third Act, a podcast for thriving in retirement. Sponsored by Tucker Allen, your estate and elder law advisors. Each week, we discuss topics and answer questions to help you better plan for your future. For more information, visit TuckerAllen.com. Subscribe and listen again next week for another edition of Life's Third Act. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements.